welcome back to a brand new episode of Talking Shiz. I am your lovely tour guide, CJ. And since we are touring, why don't we go ahead and tour the pod page? And that is podpage.com slash Talking Shiz. And go ahead and subscribe to the pod page. Go ahead and subscribe to the Twitter page as well. And that's at Talking underscore Shiz on Twitter or on Instagram. And that is Talking underscore Shiz. I don't know if you have watched the show Euphoria. The show premise is about drug addiction, high school situations, more like adult situations, and basically like coming to age. And there's some other stuff thrown in there. But it's a really good show. It's definitely out there. Like some of the scenes, like some of the sets, like you could smell the cigarettes and addiction. Like the acting that Zendaya is doing, I believe she's doing a fantastic job. If you haven't checked out the show, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Just go check it out. It it really blows my mind how much drama is around a high school. It, it really blows my mind. And it got me thinking like, did I have this much drama in high school? Like, no, no, I didn't have this type of drama in high school. But definitely check it out. I'm not going to spoil it for you because I'm in season two. I think I'm halfway through season two now because I totally binge-watched the show. Another little cool part about this show is that you get to hear a backstory of each character that's on the show. So each episode is about that character. Go, go, Just go check it out. I'm telling you, you'll like it. It's on HBO Max. And once you see that first episode, you're going to get hooked. Because that's exactly what I did. Just go and check it out. There is one thing I cannot stand, and that is bad customer service. Let me tell you about an experience that I had just the other day. I went into the store, and I bought something. And I took it home, and it didn't work. So the next day, I got up in the morning, and I took it right back to the store, and I told the lady behind the counter that I would like a refund. I bought this here yesterday. The lady looked at me and told me no. I said, I want to speak to your manager. The manager came over. I showed him my receipt. I told him the exact same story, and the manager told me no. I was so frustrated. I didn't want to make a fool of myself, so I just left. But I will tell you this. This is the last time I'm ever going to buy a lottery ticket from that gas station. I do have a question. Have you ever had a dream that was so annoying that you woke up from it? Like you literally woke yourself up from it and it's like, you know what? I'm done. I I, I don't want to dream no more. The other night, I had the most strangest dream. For some reason, I was dreaming that I was eating at Hooters. And in my dream, I ran out of ketchup. So I got up and I went to the back to grab some ketchup. I noticed that all the other ketchup bottles were empty. So I started filling up the ketchup bottles with ketchup. After that, I woke myself up. I'm like, why am I dreaming about work? I was so mad for the rest of the day because one, I didn't get to finish my sleep. Two, I was dreaming about work. I realized that I am a very boring person. Like even my dreams are boring. Have you guys heard about the plumber who found $600,000 in cash and checks inside of Joel Olstein's church? They hired a plumber to go and fix some pipes in their, inside their church. And while he was fixing the pipes, he had to cut away some drywall. And when he did that, he ends up finding $600,000 in checks and cash. That explains why he was not letting anyone in his church during that hurricane. He was back there patching up that drywall. Don't be suspicious. 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 Don't be su
Prison. Prison. I'm over here in my house now knocking on walls, see if there's any type of hollowness or whatever, see if there's any cash in my walls. The odd part about it is, three years prior, he actually made a report that someone stole $600,000 from his church. I'm just saying no one's actually investigating this, but there's probably a nice story there somewhere. It's just very odd how some of these mega churches, they own these huge mansions, all these airplanes and whatever, but no one's actually taking the time to actually look into this. I'm just saying, talk about not being suspicious. A Michigan man dies in a car crash while driving and masturbating to porn on his phone. And see, folks, that's why you always keep your hands at 10 and 2. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> a distracted Michigan driver was killed in a car wreck that he caused by watching porn and masturbating instead of watching the road. Clifford Jones decided that he wanted to beat it on the interstate when the skin flick distraction on his smartphone caused him to roll out of control and he was not wearing his seatbelt and he was ejected from the Toyota sunroof. I bet Clifford didn't see that one coming. I mean, why did he think that this was going to be a good idea? So if you think about it, he got two ejections that day. Is this an issue? Is masturbating become an issue? Because I've been seeing these little posts of these signs that saying no masturbation at work or no masturbation here. Is this an issue? Has masturbating become an issue? I mean, there's nothing to prevent you from not waiting. You know, if you got to do what you got to do, then pull off the road. Not, not do it while you're driving. And it's sad. It's just one of these stories where someone got caught with their pants down. The moral of the story is that if you're feeling a little freaky deaky, whether you're at work or in your car, just wait until you are in the privacy of your home. That way, you are not going to hurt yourself or someone else. It is true that your mind can play tricks on you. Like a drunk Florida man turns himself in to the police for killing his imaginary best friend. I bet you didn't see this one coming. A Florida man entered the Jacksonville Sheriff's Department and turned himself in. And what was his crime? The man told the police that he had killed Mr. Happy, his imaginary friend. Whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. I be someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. He told the cops that his room was always a mess and that he never put away his toys and dolls. He also told the cops that he left empty vodka bottles all over the kitchen, never picked up empty cocaine baggies, and he always left the toilet seat down when he had to pee. I'm thinking that his drugs were laced with something because he is out there like he's in left field somewhere just in his own little world. And see, folks, this is why drugs are bad. Okay, okay, now drugs are bad, okay? You're over there seeing imaginary people. That's bad, okay? Okay, drugs are bad, okay? He then went on to say that he messed up my apartment to the point where I couldn't get it clean. Before Happy started doing drugs and acting weird, he was my best friend. We would go out dancing, we would go to the park, and we're huge fans of doom metal. He also threatened to kill the cops after they told him that they could not give him the death penalty for his crime that he had committed. Oh my gosh, so he walked in there and asked for the death penalty. The police ended up arresting the man. They actually searched his apartment. They found drugs and a machine gun. They found a whole ass machine gun in his house. 
this man does not really need to be behind bars. I think he maybe needs a therapist, maybe, and some rehab. He should not be walking around people until he's mentally capable of walking around people. Talking about being capable of being mentally capable, an ex-Houston 911 operator guilty of hanging up on... (laughs) An ex-Houston 911 operator was found guilty of hanging up on thousands of callers. How would you like to actually have that happen to you? Could you imagine that? Thank you for calling 911. Hey, help, click. Thank you for calling 911. Click. So a former 911 operator in Houston has been found guilty of hanging up on people for calling the emergency service. On Wednesday, the jurors found the 44-year-old Miss Williams. They found her guilty of interfering with the emergency calls and other misdemeanors. She was sentenced to 10 days in jail and 18 months of probation. <laughs> The calls varied from reports of robberies and homicides to reports of speeding vehicles. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Williams told the investigators that she often hung up because she didn't want to talk to anyone. (laughs) So, So her whole thing was, look, Mr. Officer, during those times of the day, I did not feel like talking to anyone. Man, I wish I could do that where I'm at. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, boss, but you know what? I got customers calling in. I just don't feel like talking to anyone right now. <laughs> uh, she said she was going through a hard time in her life, and she was a poor performing worker, but punishing her doesn't do anything to fix the problems that still exist with the emergency center. So basically... She was doing this because the emergency center was not a great work environment. That's what I kind of got from that story. Have you not heard of changing your environment, going to another job, instead of hurting innocent people that's calling in that's needing help? Hello. It sounds like to me that her life and her career options was not syncing together. Why would you choose a profession that you would have to be on the phone constantly? It's 911. It's a call center. You're going to have to be on the phone all the time. That's just the nature of that type of profession. If you didn't like it or didn't want to do it no more, then there's always the door. All you have to do is open it and go out. And talking about leaving, I am going to step out of this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. No matter where you're at in the world or what time of the day you are listening to me at, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And remember, you are awesome. You are the best you. So be the best you no matter what anyone says. As a famous philosopher once said, people say nothing is impossible, but I do that every day. See you guys on the next episode of Talkin' Shiz.